1: Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Friday wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We are, right now, uh, getting ready for the weekend before Halloween. We are sitting 11 days before the midterm. We have got a big college football weekend that is poised to hit. We got a lot to discuss with all of you. So, let's start here. Last night's Thursday night football game Uh, Props to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson for taking control of this game in the second half, not letting go. Uh, The Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. NFC South. Do you know who's in first place right now in the NFC South? The Atlanta Falcons. That division is a complete mess. Probably the worst division in football right now. I wouldn't put it past Brady and the Bucs to get healthy and still find a way to win that division. But right now, everything's a mess. Brady's not playing very well. The offense is not efficient. They aren't able to protect him. Uh, And this was just part of the news. Uh, Also, earlier today, Tom Brady and Giselle announced that they are officially divorced. So we don't know all of the details behind why they are now not going to be married any longer. Uh, But I do think that a lot of this is just marriage is tough. Right, I've been married 18 years. My wife would say it's super tough, uh, especially to be married to me. Um, But when you have two super famous people like Brady and Giselle, balancing all of that while having kids, I think is a unique challenge. And it feels on some level, like Giselle said, hey, I will put my life on the back burner, but I expect for you to retire from football at some point Uh, and there may have been an agreement that Brady was going to retire. He retired. He was not ready to do it, and uh, so as a result, they're getting divorced. I think it sucks for the kids, Um, and uh, and, uh, we'll see exactly how this plays out going forward on the field for Tom Brady because he certainly seemed distracted so far this year. He seemed angry, angrier than maybe Brady has in the past, I wonder how much of that is nothing to do with football at all and just what's going on in his life in general. But certainly the Bucs are a mess. They've had a lot of injuries. Their offense has not looked very good. They've now got, I believe, Shaq Barrett I saw has a torn ACL that's not going to help things. The best thing you can say for the Bucs is they're in the NFC South and the entire NFC is wide open. I mean, who are you sold on as we come up on the halfway point of the NFL season and say, boy, that's a really good team in the NFC? Maybe the Eagles, although, again, Jalen Hurts is still a young quarterback and they're playing in the NFC East, which isn't the best division right now. The 49ers have certainly made a move. Uh, the NFC East, by the way, way better than it has been in the past. Uh, the Giants are 6-1, and one, but they've won every game in a close margin. Uh, You've got the 49ers making an aggressive play to go get Christian McCaffrey, but right now in first place in the NFC West is the Seahawks and Geno Smith. Did anybody foresee that as being the likely outcome? So I guess what I'm getting at here, the Packers have been awful. Do you buy into Kirk Cousins and the Vikings? I'm not sure that I do. And so when you look around and just think about the larger universe right now, of the NFL, NFC's wide open. <clears throat> there are a ton of really good teams in the AFC. I could sell you on Josh Allen. I can certainly sell you on Patrick Mahomes. I can sell you on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, I can sell you on Justin Herbert and the Chargers if they could get healthy being able to make a run. I mean, we could run through a long list of teams where it feels like somebody is good enough to play at an incredibly elite level. Do you feel that way about the NFC? Because I don't. And Brady and Rodgers are both struggling right now. But on some level, I feel like one or both of these guys is going to be able to make a run before all is said and done. But that's my analysis of Thursday night football. I am headed on the road uh, to Knoxville. I will be uh, down by Calhoun's in the marina there with the Vol Navy. If anybody wants to be uh, on television with me for the Fox uh, for the Fox Big pregame show, Big Noon kickoff hits at 10:50 uh, and 11:50 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. I'll be doing uh, both of those, and it should be a uh, fun day in Knoxville. But I'm not staying for the game because it's also doubling. This game is on uh, the fact that we are uh, having a Halloween party. So probably a lot of you out there doing Halloween-related events this weekend as well. Uh, My wife throws a big Halloween party every year. And so uh, I'm flying back and I'm going to watch Kentucky, Tennessee uh, from uh, my house as a part of the Halloween party that we are having tomorrow. But I will be in Knoxville for substantial portions of the day. So that is the sports universe. You got my picks my favorite pick uh, this weekend. My blood bank guarantee. I think Tennessee is going to blow out Kentucky. I think Tennessee wins this one, fifty-two to twenty-eight. I just don't believe that Kentucky is going to be able to stop this ball offense. I don't think that the Kentucky running game matches up very well with Tennessee. Uh, I like uh, Tennessee's ability to protect Hendon Hooker. Cedric Tillman is coming back. I think that will make a difference, assuming he's healthy enough to compete at a high level uh, for Tennessee. Uh, Remember, he was the best wide receiver on the team. Now you combine him with Jalen Hyatt and Brew McCoy. And I think that's as good of a trio of wide receivers as anybody in the uh, entire college football has. Combine it with Hendon Hooker, who's playing at a Heisman Trophy caliber level. As long as Tennessee executes like they have been, they're not going to lose to Kentucky. I think it'll be an electric Neyland Stadium environment. Uh, with uh, the team wearing black helmets, black uniforms, Halloween special on the banks of the Tennessee River in Knoxville, I like the Vols to win uh, by 20 or more points. They are cover the 11 and a half or the 12 uh, in terms of the spread. I've got 10 other picks that are up. You can go check those out. I'll be tweeting them out on Saturday morning. I also will be giving you uh, my picks uh, on the NFL, the Outkick Six Pack, which is on fire. I'll put those up on Sunday morning as I always do on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, Elon Musk has officially purchased Twitter. Now, you guys know, I've been transparent about this. I'm a longtime shareholder of Twitter, so I'm happy to get the $54.20 a share, but I'm far happier, frankly, for what this means for free speech in the United States and for a true marketplace of ideas. I think this is going to be fantastic. Twitter, uh, I mean, Elon Musk has already fired the Twitter CEO, the CFO, the head of content moderation and the chief legal counsel. All of the biggest, highest end employees at Twitter have been removed. He's also announced that he's going to have a council to consider when or if people are going to be banned uh, from Twitter from a diverse uh, (coughs) variety of perspectives. Sorry, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold here, uh, and, uh, still fighting, but I'll be in good shape. Um, and, uh, I think it's going to be fantastic, uh, because, and I would just say this, the long arc of history does not favor people who have tried to silence their political opponents, who have embraced censorship, who have demanded that people be canceled, All of the left-wing blue-checks who have tried to police speech on Twitter and been able to do it for much of the last five or six years are going to, I believe, be stifled. All we're saying is, I don't want anybody canceled. I don't want anybody banned. You should be able to advocate for any political persuasion that you want, but it should have to be a legit argument. You can't just have a mob coming after people and trying to shut them down. I recently went over a million Twitter followers I would think in the new modern algorithmic era I probably will have a lot more Twitter followers coming to me I don't believe that all these people out there who say oh I'm going to leave Twitter now that Elon Musk is in control I don't believe that at all because I think a lot of people don't have any other platform like Twitter is their platform to have influence and so the idea that they're going to leave that I think is crazy I'm fortunate I've got OutKick. We're going to have the biggest month in the history of OutKick this October. Uh, I've got the biggest radio show in the country. Uh, I have uh, the ability to reach people a lot of different ways. Fox News, television with Fox Sports. Uh, There's no... If I didn't have Twitter, I'd be fine now. But Twitter allowed me to have my voice heard, which helped to allow me to grow in radio and TV and grow our website. But this idea that people are going to leave, I just don't buy. I think it's a total lie. Especially it's like all the people who said, oh, I'm going to go to Canada if Donald Trump wins. Did anybody famous actually move to Canada? I don't remember that actually occurring. I don't think that it's very likely to happen. Now, so I think this is going to be incredible. I think it's a tremendous win for the First Amendment, for the marketplace of ideas, and for the free expression of thought in America, which is the most important of all the rights that we have. And for people out there who want to say, well, Twitter is is a private company. Well, first of all, I'll have fun with that because... A lot of people, when I've criticized Twitter, have said, Twitter's a private company. If you don't like it, you can start your own. I would say that to all the blue-check left-wing losers out there that are complaining right now. I'm going to use your own argument against you. Twitter's a private company. If you don't like it, you can go start your own. But I do think that uh, there this unholy alliance between big tech and social media has been stifling Uh, our marketplace of ideas and our political process for far too long. Uh, It kept the Hunter Biden story from becoming apparent. It led to the permanent suspension of Donald Trump. Both of those are indefensible and I think historically will be viewed uh, as indefensible as well. Uh, But Elon Musk is not claiming that he's going to be favoring one side or the other. He's just going to, in theory, be a neutral arbiter of a platform. I would also encourage the release of the algorithms because I think a lot of these left-wingers have been wildly over-rewarded relative to what their audience actually is. Um, and uh, I think when these algorithms go public, you're going to see how much and how often many of these accounts are not supported by real people and how much they were inflated as a result. Uh, but I think this is important. And... Um, Again, I think Twitter has become our digital town square and uh, I just want content neutral policies to be applied. I don't want anybody canceled. I think everybody should be able to advocate and argue for whatever they would like. I abhor cancel culture. I despise identity politics. And uh, I think Elon Musk is going to be an important addition to uh, the right side in the long run of history and the free expression of ideas and the marketplace of thought in this country. Hey, Clay Travis here. Hope you guys are enjoying OutKick. The show will have more coming back next.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS-56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS-56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: Uh, Red Wave continues to grow, Um, and it is growing in a big way. Now Republicans are favored to flip seats in Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona. Those are, right now, Democrat seats. I'm going to look with you as we speak at this exact moment. Uh, in the predicted marketplace where you can go bet on who's going to win these elections. And there continues to be a surge of support for, uh, for Republicans to take back not only the House, but certainly now the Senate. Um, and you've got Blake Masters opening up his biggest lead that he has ever had in the Arizona Senate race. Herschel Walker is now surging. Uh, yesterday on a hot mic Chuck Schumer was caught saying that Herschel is trouble in Georgia and it looks like he's going to win. And do you know who's been saying that for months now? I've been telling you that Herschel Walker was going to beat the Reverend Raphael Warnock and that was why they were so desperate. They keep hitting him with all these October surprises. We sit here 11 days out and Herschel Walker, I believe, is going to win the Georgia race. I think Blake Masters is going to win in Arizona. Uh, And Dr. Oz continues to have a big lead now in Pennsylvania in the wake of that debate. Schumer also caught on a hot mic saying the polls haven't been as bad as they had feared they might be in the wake of the Pennsylvania Senate debate. Uh, But it's kind of like saying the iceberg that the Titanic hit was not that big. Uh, Pennsylvania, now the only state that's remotely in question that Democrats could potentially flip, and it is trending in a big way towards Dr. Oz and remaining in the uh, in that scenario. Oz now has led in three straight Pennsylvania Senate polls. He's got the momentum. I don't think he's going to give it up. A uh, lot of governor races out there, by the way. I think that Republicans are going to win in Oregon. I think Republicans are going to win in Michigan. We had Christine Drazen on the show several times. She'll be on with us next week. I think she is going to win. Huge win for a Republican to win in Oregon. I believe that Tudor Dixon is going to beat Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. Uh, This race uh, is super tight. We had Tudor Dixon on the show today. She was fantastic. Uh, I believe Nevada is going to flip, and we are going to see Lombardo actually uh, get the win in that state. I think that uh, Wisconsin is going to flip uh, to uh, to the Republicans. I think that Arizona is going to stay the same with Kerry Lake winning. New York, real threat there. Winning by so much in Florida is Ron DeSantis that he is actually going to leave the state of Florida and go debate. This is crazy. He's going to leave the state of Florida and go debate in New York to help Lee Zeldin, which is a sign of how dominant that win in Florida is is going to be for Ron DeSantis. Uh, Pennsylvania, I think Mastriano is going to make it close before all is said and done. Lots to be excited about as we sit here 11 days away uh, from the official midterms. I'll continue to update you every single day. I'll be back on Monday. Hope to see some of you in Knoxville for the uh, Kentucky-Tennessee game. Be doing some hits in the pregame show. Should have a good time there. Can't wait for Halloween either. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I am Clay Travis, and this has been Outkick, the show.